The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you, are you, are you not entertained? From the Pod 617 studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's Are You Not Entertained? Now here's your host, Ed Nathanson. What's up, dudes? As you can tell by the smooth, velvet tones <laughs> of my voice, I am back in studio with the great producer, David Yaz. Oh, thank you. Yes. You know what this rem- the show open always reminds me of when you open with such flair and panache? The old Memorex ads <laughs> starring Ella, Fitz- Ella Fitzgerald, where she would hit a hit a note so shrill that it would literally break the glass. We should get some glasses in the studio. Too. So this week is Thanksgiving. Hell yeah. It's Thanksgiving. And typically I'm not a guy who does holiday quote unquote shows per se. But I'm going to be honest with you, Dave. Because you hate God. Go ahead. I do. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I fucking love Thanksgiving. What's not to love? Right. It's probably my favorite holiday. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Um, um, right. Um, well, that's a big um, reason why. That's a huge reason why. Yeah. But there's no religion. <laughs> right? Number one. Yeah, right. Right? Number two. You don't have to go to temple and no, sit no, there for no. 90 minutes. Shit, no. Yeah. No religion and no presents. Yeah. Which means no money spent. Yeah. And as my good Jew that I am, (laughs) stereotype true here, ding, 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 (laughs) I love that. And then you throw in football and Uh, food. I was hoping you could bring that up. Yeah, throw in football and food, it's a fucking winner. It's a goddamn winner. Yeah, it's it's almost the perfect day. And, but... I understand that you may have some strategies. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. So this is thinking about Thanksgiving and inspired by my favorite holiday. I wanted to go through a number of topics around Thanksgiving. So this is the Are You Not Entertained Thanksgiving special. Okay. Much better than the Charlie Brown special. Yes. Uh, so Dave, I'm going to start as any special that it would by this show is with a list. Oh, here we go. And my first list is my Thanksgiving rankings of the top five foods All at right. Thanksgiving. This is good. Okay. This is good. So you probably are going to disagree with me. We'll see. All right. So bring it if you do. I always love your counterpoints. All right. So number number five. Hold on. I'm going to go descending order. Number five on my list. Yes. Is the star of the show, Turkey. <laughs> number five. Ooh, controversial. Yes. It number fell, five. It fell to five. But right. At least it makes the list. Yes. It makes the list, but... Do you go into Thanksgiving being pumped about turkey? Yeah, I don't want to cause a big stir here, but overrated. It's, it, it is, is overrated. It's, yes. oh, I can't wait for the turkey. Like, it's good. Yeah. It's good. You know, some better than others. I I can't do dark meat, so that rules out part of the bird. Correct. And, you know, it's, it's, it's challenging to get it just the right moisture and everything. If it's too dry, then it's like, forget it. I always, like, um, it's... It does. It gets the job done. It's like a good utility baseball player, but <laughs> but you need you need other stuff around it. Like you would, I, I would never. I would be really disappointed if it's just like just you know the turkey. Yes. And a little so pepper. I'm going to tell you a little special thing that happens in, in the Nathanson tradition. Oh, yeah. So I married into a family, and my mother-in-law makes not only turkey but filet mignon. Wow. Yes. I want in. Right. So <laughs> so the whole turkey like. You have to focus that as the centerpiece, so to speak, is not necessarily true. 
in my experience. Wow. But I'm going with the broader experience here of saying most people don't have the stake, right? Do you, do you have any relatives that are single females? <laughs> Roughly my age, attractive. Dave, I will help. fucking adopt you. I would. <laughs> I love nice. you that much. Be nice. All right, number four. Number four on this list. It's a combination: either cream spinach and creamed corn. Oh, so one now, of the two. Now we're getting some. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you 100 percent on the spinach. It's um, my wife uh, uh, of the past used to. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like to say. I don't like to say ex-wife. It's, uh-huh. it's got such a stigma. Anyway. Uh, she used to make and probably still does. Yeah, this um, cream spinach dish that you know just in a big casserole pot or whatever, and um, <laughs> just tons of cheese in it, tons of like mushroom soup used to make it. <sighs> and then the cool thing is when it baked, it would be a little crusty around the edges, so you get uh, a little crunchiness. The way too. you just described that, I'm erect. <laughs> <laughs> I, if food could arouse me, you've done it. <laughs> Oh, thank you. I'm going to open the windows. And, and I'm going to tell you something. When I go to steakhouses, yep. cream spinach there yes. is fucking money. Yes. Right alongside that steak. <laughs> right. That's your leadoff hitter right there. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking money. I'm thinking I might at four, it might be an insult to cream spinach everywhere. Yeah, yeah it's true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Number three. Number three. Oops, sorry. That, no, <laughs> number three. <laughs> Apple pie. Ooh. Uh, now, the, of course, the public wants to know. Yes. Did pumpkin pie? You don't have to tell them. Yet. I Keep fucking hate pumpkin pie. Oh, no. I fucking hate pumpkin pie. Holy I know. I, I, I know I'm in the minority on that. Yeah. But, you know, I'm That's an American. A- <laughs> and as a true American. Yes. <laughs> I like apple pie. Okay. okay. Apple pie. Now, to me, apple pie, it really depends on the apple pie. Like, if you if you go to the supermarket and get whatever apple pie they happen to have there in the bakery section. You know, it's not necessarily no, no, a home no, run. No. This is homemade apple pie. Homemade apple pie. All right. Homemade apple pie. Okay. All right. A la mode? A la mode. Okay. Of course. Ice cream makes everything better. Right. Okay. And- Number two. <laughs> Jesus. Keep hitting, keep hitting the wrong <laughs> drum. How hard is it? Stuffing. Mm, stuffing. Stuffing. I'm staying. <laughs> Remember that yes, ad? Yes, yeah. It was the weirdest ad. Now, now, Stouffer's. I like stove. I like stuffing all all the time. Now, yeah. I like homemade stuffing, all that. Mm. But I'm going to say something a bit controversial here. I think I know where you're going. Stovetop is the fucking yeah, best. Just take it. It's the best. Just take it. I mean, uh, uh, stuffing is kind of like pizza when it's good. It's really good, and even when it's not that good, it's still good. Yeah, it's still good. Still good. And so, yeah, don't you don't need to mess with it. It's kind of like Heinz ketchup. Heinz ketchup. It can't be done don't, better. Don't freaking, right. just don't try to improve upon that. No, it's perfect. Yeah. And stovetop is fucking perfect. I'm staying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Number one, the number one Thanksgiving food of all time. Mashed potatoes. Yes. Uh, um, <laughs> I, I think this, the audience agrees. That's a crowd pleaser. Yes. We knew it was coming. Yeah. Um, so, and with fixins, uh, you know, you got your butter, you got your gravy, you yep. got what, uh, gravy, what gravy. gravy and some pepper, pepper. I like the, uh, I don't, I don't even know what the, I like the, the gravy that isn't the super dark brown. It's like a lighter, I don't yes, know what you, what do you right. call that? I don't even know. The, like, um, the mixed race gravy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. White, white gravy matters. Brown gravy matters. They all matter. Uh, they all do. So now that we've covered the top five foods of Thanksgiving, I'm going to give you some Ed advice. 
you might call it sage advice, if you will. We knew a guy named Sage. Uh, strangely, he rarely gave advice. That's right. Remember? That's right. Although, <laughs> no. did he change his name? It was Sagansky? It was Sagansky. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, now you just exposed him on the podcast. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, well, that, there could that, be many Saganskys. That name was associated with a, a crime family. And ah, so that, that's why he changed it. I had yeah, no, I had no idea. I yeah. never knew that. That's shout out. Mike, Mike Sage. Ski, yes. Ski, who's a lawyer in uh, New York. Yes. Yeah. Um, so here's my wisdom to you. My mm. Sage wisdom. Mm-hmm. You want to get the maximum eating potential at Thanksgiving. You do. You, you do. You do. And most you got to pe- have a plan. Yeah. And most people are rookies that yeah. day. Now, I don't know about when you typically do Thanksgiving, but mine is around 3.30-ish. Isn't that cool? A cool tradition that this dinner is going to be so fucking big. We got to start it around 3. We got to start early <laughs> yeah, and start yeah, fucking yeah. eating. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yes. But that's normally when you would do it? Oh, yeah. yeah 3, yeah, 3, 4, right. something okay, like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know some communists who start at like noon or something or, or like 7 at night. I'm like, what the, the uh, fuck? No, those are both wrong. Right. Yeah, exactly. So here's your plan of attack. Okay. I'm not advocating this for no other reason just to excess burn calories, but get in a little workout that morning. Work out that morning. Right. Right. Do something, a bit of exercise that morning. Give you peace of mind the whole day. Exactly. It makes you not feel as shitty at the end of the day. Right. Right. But also gets the appetite churning. For sure. Yeah. Right. Then don't really eat the rest of the day. And I'm talking like. I like, you know, those um, Chobani drink yogurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like a little drink thing. Yeah. That's your breakfast. right? Something there. that'll tide you over. Tide yeah. you over. Right. Right. Maybe have like a light, 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 late, light brunchish, not right. lunch, because you don't want to eat lunch because that's too early, right. too close to the eating time. Right. So just like a little, like maybe snack a little bit. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you just triggered a memory. You and I had a, a common friend back at summer camp, the chef at camp, Mike Mara. Yes, remember? Yeah, of course I do. You remember when he first showed his first summer, his nickname was Light Lunch. <laughs> and the reason why that's funny is he was he was 300, 350 right, pounds, big, and that's big being, dude. And that's right. being generous. Yeah. Uh, but so then so, you so yeah, then you go in and now you're fucking hungry. Yeah. Now here's the other thing I'm gonna tell you. You might want to consider before you head over to grandma's or something or other, just taking one or two pokes off that vape pen. <laughs> the, uh, a little bit of cannabis in right. the system. A little bit of cannabis yeah. in some way, shape, or form. Yep. So you've got that now, that natural and that and that unnatural hunger. That's good. Yeah. It's going to taste better. It's, it's going to taste, taste better. Yep. You're going to be pumped about it. You're going to be like, food when you get there. <laughs> and then you just bring it on. You fucking eat like a goddamn champ. Mm-hmm. But not too too much you mm-hmm. got to know your limits when okay. you're starting to feel like really full call it off now let me ask you though you walk in um let's say you walk in and there's a coffee table there and you got yourself a plate of veggies yep. and dip yep you got a big bowl of potato chips yep and you got a plate of deviled eggs just to yep. throw out three yeah, yeah. Yep. other are there certain that you will attack and certain you will veggies you Avoid don't want the veggies? Right, no, no, you want the veggies. Oh, you do want the veggies. Yeah, you, you don't want to shoot your wad early, right. as they say. That's right? why the, the potato chips were a red herring. Right. Like a rookie would go right to no, 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 on potato no, no, chips. No. You can have potato chips any day. Any day. Yeah. Any day. Like So, yeah, you want to keep your mouth entertained. You want to start warming <laughs> up the, the engines. You don't want to go to the NASCAR 500 without warming up that car first, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> This might be the title of this episode. Is, is, no, hold on. Is your mouth entertained? Right. Just is your, your mouth, mouth entertained? <laughs> yes. Okay. There's my plan of attack for all, all right. of you. I Good. hope you enjoy and use it well. And remember, save something for dessert. Absolutely. Save something for dessert. Okay. Oh, I have another top five list coming up. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. Yeah. Thanksgiving themed again. 
the, sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to hit that. No, um, no, no. The top five brewers, meaning oh. makers of beer, that you should be bringing to Thanksgiving if you're a guest. I'm intrigued. Top five brewers. Okay. You didn't yes. say beers. You said not beers. Brewers. Brewers. It has nothing no, I, to do with your love of the Milwaukee Brewers either. No, no, no. And I do love the Milwaukee <laughs> Brewers. But here's the, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am I, I, I'm one of the things. And beer, I am what I hate, which is a beer douche, a beer snob. Oh, you're Mr. Kraft. I'm, I'm Mr. Kraft. I'm not Bob Kraft. Right. Mr. And Kraft I will beer. fucking hold up my nose and judge you if you pull out a Miller Lite in front of me. I, I honestly don't know why people. No, I'm not a snob. But I, I don't understand why friends of mine drink Bud Light. And, and they'll, they'll order Bud Light. Right. They'll order Bud Light. Uh, for an extra dollar, you can get a real beer. And that's a real beer. Tastes like, you know, what the, it's like the Britons say about light beer in America. It's like making love in a canoe. It's fucking close right. to water. I, I fully admit. Yep. <laughs> I fully admit I'm a beer douche. Okay. And, I, and I'm not proud of the fact. But it, it's what it is. Yep. So what I'm going to give you are the we, living in New England is the mecca of beer. It's the Mecca of beer. People from all over the country. Okay. People from all over the country come here mm-hmm. to get this beer and make pilgrimages mm. to some of these brewers. Now, these are all, in my opinion, the top five brewers in New England that if you can bring to a house, you're going to make everybody very, very happy and be oh, yeah. a really welcome guest that will be invited back. Yeah, hell okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So number five, I'm going descending order. Number, number, five, number five, yep, is Night Shift. Night shift. Night yeah. shift. Now, I know you've had their their head brewer on your Boston podcast. I've listened to it. It was a great episode. It was fantastic. Um, I just lamented that he didn't bring samples. In. Right. He's gonna. He'll come back, and you'll come back, and we'll do a taste test. No joke. I, I would love that. Yeah. Um, now, night shift is not in the same. And I'm not knocking them. They're great, and for beer, you can get in stores. One of the very best that you can get in stores, but it's not at the level of the ones I'm going to name ahead of this. But night shift is always welcome and will always be appreciated. Yeah. Yeah, shout out Michael Oxton, who we had in the studio here, and uh, Night Shift, Night Shift Brewing, Night Shift Brewing, Night Shift Brewing. Com. Yeah, they also do coffee, by the way. Yeah, oh, do they? Yeah, That's they interesting. Yeah. Um, all right, so now that number five, number four mm-hmm. is is Single Cut is the name of the brewer. Single no Cut, okay, out of out of Queens, mm-hmm. New York. Now, nothing good comes out of New York except Single Cut Brewing, right? Single cut is fabulous and any beer they make is fucking money. It's money. It's delicious. Okay. Number four, and this is where we get to the Holy Trinity of beers in, in my mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Treehouse. Have you heard of Treehouse? No. So Treehouse is in Western Mass. Mm-hmm. They only sell it at the brewery. So you go there. Really? Yes. You got to go there. Okay. You got to go there and you got to wait in probably a half hour to an hour line. Mm. And there's because that many people are hip to it now. Yeah. And it is some of the single greatest beer you will ever, ever have in your life. Treehouse is magnificent. And if you bring Treehouse, I might just you know do more than hug you. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Promises, promises. (laughs) (laughs) At number two, anything by my beloved Trillium. Trillium, Trillium. Yeah, you talk about Trillium all the time. Oh, my God. Trillium, it put Boston on the map Mm -hmm. for beer. I mean, fuck Sam Adams. I'm sorry. (laughs) Like, Trillium versus Sam Adams is like drinking Perrier versus toilet water. Wow. It really is. It's like, it's. I guess I got to try it. Yeah, you have to. I like Sam Adams. Sorry. Right. No, no. Look, (laughs) but that's not Bud Light. I got to graduate. I'm just not a Sam Adams guy. I'm not judging you on liking Sam Adams. I judge you if you like Bud Light. Okay. But Trillium, they don't miss. They're batting a thousand and they make probably about 30 beers. Mm -hmm. On top of that, if you're ever in Seaport, they have a wonderful restaurant. Mm. Where the where you can walk out with a couple cases of their beer too. I like it. They have a beer shop in the basement there. All right, and number one mm. is the goat 
of all beers. It's from northern Vermont. Hold on. Yeah. It's Hill Farmstead. What's Hill it Far- called? Hill Farmstead. Hill Farmstead. So okay. are you aware of a website called Beer Advocate? Uh, I am not. Okay. Beer Advocate for beer dorks like me is the Bible. Mm. People rate beers all over the world. They do, you know, surveys around the world, all this stuff. And you can find the readings on any beer, what people will say and how they describe it and all. It's really cool. Mm -hmm. For three years running now, the greatest brewery in the world, according to actual beer drinkers, is Hill Farmstead. Wow. And they are up in the middle of fucking nowhere, Vermont, not near Burlington, like in the middle of goddamn nowhere. And like, you got to go there? You got to go you there. Gotta go there. You got to go there. However, and I, I'm regretting saying this because it's going to open up the doors to a lot of people. <laughs> there is a bar in Worcester mm. that is also a fantastic restaurant called Armsby Abbey. Armsby, I've heard of this. Yes. I mean, maybe I've been there. I'm yes. Sure. Yeah, Armsby Abbey has the greatest beer list of anywhere in the world I've ever seen. Wow. And they will always have three Hill Farmstead beers at a minimum on tap. It's kind of like Willy Wonka's castle for beer drinkers. A- absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so there you have it. If nice you can list. bring any of those lists, any beer lover, any respectful person will love you and will invite you back every fucking Thanksgiving after that. And if you bring the beer to the Pod 617 studios, maybe Ed will have you as a guest <laughs> on the right. show. That's right. And it'll be a good show. That's right. Hi, everybody. I'm Chami DePerel. Let me take a minute to tell you about the Boston Podcast Network. How would you like your own podcast? The Boston Podcast Network can produce one for you. Whether you're a lawyer, financial advisor, business owner, or really any kind of professional, you should have your voice heard through this exciting new medium. A good podcast is more powerful than traditional advertising. If a prospective client hears your podcast through their earbuds, you're already in their head, literally. Pod617.com will help you deliver a message and build relationships Clients and centers of influence will delight in being a guest on your show. Go to pod617.com to start planning. And in the meantime, listen to the great shows they've already produced. The Irreverent Bitchless Bride podcast. The hilarious show known as Shawshanked. And the wild trip through the paranormal that is Monsterland. Be part of the pod revolution. Visit pod617.com. In pod, we trust. All right, one more list. And, is- and then I've got a very special segment of this pos- of this Thanksgiving special. Okay. <laughs> it's a very special blossom. Right. So my next yeah. is, go ahead. No, I've been looking forward to this. You're, right, you're, you're, right. you're, uh, <laughs> pull up a chair, everyone, because if you've ever been in an awkward conversation at Thanksgiving, yes. this is where we're this going, is, right? This is yeah, it. Okay. Yep. So without question, there's always fights at Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You can't avoid it, especially mm-hmm. with family. There's like some level of cooth that goes out the window. You when can you-, you can see it coming when these relatives that you only see once in a while walk <laughs> in the door. It's like that. It's like the scene. It's like the scene right. in Anchorman, the rumble scene when the, when the, they could, <laughs> the, the, the various favorites, the right? various news teams right. come up yeah. with weapons. You know, the headline news tonight: the streets <laughs> run red with burgundy blood. <laughs> Yeah. Love it. Uh, and this silly. is my top three Thanksgiving arguments that are likely to happen at the table. Okay. Oh, this is good. Uh, good. All right. So these are in no particular order. Okay. These, they're just the three. So first is politics. Yeah. Slash Trump. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> I knew you were going to take a deep breath. It's funny, though, because, you know, you and I are both, you know, enlightened people. I like I don't mind saying intelligent people, educated. 
And yet, when it comes to something like politics, which is supposed to be important, I think I'm kind of like you. I'm like, why do? Why am I going to bother? Why right. am I going to bother getting into it? It's it's not, and it's not black and it's white not fun either. either. It's right. not yeah. it's not right or fucking wrong. Right. And there's no logical fucking thought goes out the window. <laughs> And I can already see what's going to happen. When are we going to do the episode on your thoughts on the impeachment hearings, Ed? <laughs> we don't need to because you could just go on social media and you can get everybody's fucking thoughts. Uh, I on know. Uh, Boy. Jesus Boy. Christ. Yeah. You know, uh, there's nothing that's going to be solved by having these arguments. Nothing. Right. Nothing. Yeah. But yet we all just dig in and you got that super left leaning person at the table who's going to say one thing. And then you got the right leaning person who's going to say another and yeah. then it starts, and it's like fucking World War Three. And what started as a nice meal together, family, laughs, some chuckles, mm-hmm. gets really uncomfortable very, very fast. Why? And why are you engaging in something that is, is uh, by definition, going to be a failure? People's minds Never will do change. not get changed. Never. Not on politics. I mean, every once in a while you might have, like, let's say you're having a debate that, ha- that has a, a sprinkling of politics. For example... Should college athletes be paid? Yes. No, I think you and I could talk about that, and we might even have different opinions yeah, on it. I doubt it, but yes. Yeah, all right. But, <laughs> and, and, but that's the kind of argument that a buddy of mine said to me recently. Remember when we had that big fight about the college athletes? And I said, yeah. He goes, you know what? My mind's changed. I think you were right. Like, that's the kind of thing you can change your mind about. But if, if we're talking left wing, right wing, it's, it's like... You know, it's like a Yankee fan, a Red Sox right. fan. Try to like, you think the Yankee fans always going to go? Oh, you're right. I like the Red Sox now. No, yep. it's just you're. Yeah, it's yep. uh, you against us, and and you bring me to the tired. very next one. Oh, good. Which is sports. Okay. Um, sports arguments. Sports arguments. Um, so again, I have family. Maybe this is just in the Nathanson household and my extended family. No, I bet marriage. it's. I bet it's common. It's that you know the Red Sox, Yankees, yeah, border the, war, the, yep. the Giants, Patriots. You know oh, something. Yeah. You know one one Thanksgiving I went to there was a Rangers fan there who was being a fucking obnoxious Rangers fan <laughs> about the Bruins and like you know this and that. And I don't know why, but it starts to turn personal pretty quick, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it, it's it's well because sports by definition is personal. When you root for a team, you are suspending belief and and throwing faith behind these people you don't know who are wearing these uniforms that you enjoy. And as a result, it becomes personal and it's a shared experience with friends and family. And so you do kind of feel like you're part of the team. And when someone starts trashing your team, Mm. I remember one Thanksgiving around the Deflate Gate era. Oh my God. That came up and I and I lost my fucking shit. I don't blame you. I got really pissed. Because uh, they were calling him cheaters. Cheater. He's like, a cheater. He's a cheater. That bothers me to this day. Yes. To this day. And yes. it shouldn't. I don't know Tom Brady. <laughs> and, and and they've won six Super Bowls. It's right. It still bothers me. The best comeback of, of my standard comeback these days is, um, oh, cool. I'm glad you, you keep you keep calling Tom Brady a cheater because every time he gets called a cheater, he wins another couple Super Bowls. So keep doing it. You know, that's a great comeback. It's the best comeback I can come comeback. up with. That's a great because comeback. Because they don't want to listen. Because and Like you and me, this is, they don't want to listen to us just as much as we don't want to listen to them. I, I could go on for you know two hours about why Deflategate was bullshit if you look at the real facts. But they don't want to. They just no, want to no. tease Any science us. teacher could tell you. Yeah. <laughs> it's whatever. I walked into the <laughs> store down the road here. We're in Westwood, and I was just picking up a sandwich, and there was a, a kid behind the counter who was watching uh, uh, something on his phone, and it looked like a TED Talk. And I go, oh, that's interesting, catching up on some TED Talks. He said, I'm watching this professor explain why Deflategate was total bullshit. <laughs> that was This guy was given, I don't know who it was, but Brilliant. I was like, good on you. Brilliant, yeah. yeah. All right, and last... Mm. 
is is a slash topic. Okay. Israel and religion. Oh, oh, that's a great one, Ed. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I don't get this either. You go ahead, you you talk, and then I'll so, chime. Yeah. So you have the people who think Israel is the devil, and you think people Israel is the greatest thing ever, and we should blindly support, and then you have nowhere in between. Yeah. Nowhere in between. And God forbid if someone's, now it's not just Israel, it could be religion. Like you're not religious enough or you're too religious or don't put your religion on me. Whatever the fucking thing is, it's without a doubt going to happen. Yeah. It's a strange phenomenon. I remember Al Franken say, this is before he got cut up in the Me Too business, but he was just kind of making a joke, but he said, you know, um, the thing is I'm a middle-aged Jewish guy now, so before long, the only thing I will want to talk about is Israel. <laughs> and it's weird. I don't, True. I'm Jewish. I'm proud of being Jewish. I don't mind being Jewish. It's nice. It's nice. But I don't know why, why do you automatically attach yourself? And Israel is wonderful. And yes. I love, I love being there and everything, but it, it's, you know, it's not going to fill my, my car with gas. It's, it's not going <laughs> to, you know, um, keep me out of traffic or it, like there's stuff going on around here too. I don't know why. It's like top of mind for it's, some it's people. It's a very hot button issue yeah. too. Very hot. Button. And it's why a lot of people who normally would be sort of liberals they they hate Obama because apparently yes. Obama didn't do as much to their liking with Israel. My, I have family in Israel who think he's like the worst president really? ever. Yes. Really, they love Trump because Trump is pro Israel. <sighs> hey, like it, it is what it is. I don't ever want to talk politics on this, <laughs> but my point is that is fucking topic that's going to get people lit up. Yeah. Get people lit up one way, shape, or form. Did I miss anything? Any obvious on my top three arguments? Is there anything I missed? Every once in a while, you might get a health and nutrition argument. Oh, right? shit, yes. That if you've got Good. a vegan in the house, which oh, I don't, fucking I don't Christ. know. Yeah, right. I, like, I don't even know why you're coming to right. Thanksgiving if you're a vegan. But yeah, and and someone who will turn up their nose at like um, the amount of food you're eating or they want to start to tell you about like these protein shakes and, the, and their, fit, their fitness workout. <laughs> And I don't know if it'll prompt a fight, but it'll get boring really quickly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And now no more lists. Right. Now is where we get to. Can you hit some like emotional music? I'd be delighted. Yes. To give me a moment, but yes. Because this is about Thanksgiving's about giving thanks, right? Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm incredibly thankful. I'm incredibly, incredibly thankful this year. And here we go. Mm-hmm. This music is what I needed <laughs> to start. <laughs> To start getting into what I'm thankful for. On a very special episode. This is this is what makes this a very, very special episode. So yes, my family, my wife, my children, my parents, my brothers, my extended family, my in-laws, my health, my career. (laughs) Snooze. Yes, that's the (laughs) obvious fucking shit. Right? And I am thankful for that stuff. (laughs) Right. But there's much, much more, yeah. much, much more that okay. are more pressing for this podcast. Good. So let's start. And these are in no particular order, but I'm going to start with legal marijuana. <laughs> okay, right. That's something Good. I'm very, very thankful for. Yeah. If you'd have told young Ed in college <laughs> that he would be living in a time where you could go to a store and buy pot, I would have laughed in your face. <laughs> Impossible. Well, if you were, if you were assured it was fact, though, you might. You might, uh, be, well, it would be a, it would be kind of a curse as well because oh my god, I can't wait for twenty eighteen. Right, exactly. How am I going to make it? That Fast way? forward life. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. But what a wonderful world! Just for that alone. Yeah, exactly. God, you just mentioned going back in time. Sorry, uh, sorry for the parentheses, but it just reminds of uh, 
Bill Simmons, who writes for The Ringer, he, he says, I wish if you could go back in time, what would you do? And he said, I would go back and find my 15-year-old self and say, stop taping movies on videotape and storing them like you're going to watch them because eventually there'll be these streaming services and this thing called YouTube and you don't need another. <laughs> right, exactly. Anyway, exactly. Exactly. But man, I think we should all be thankful for that. Yeah. Next is the is what I call the age of beer that we live in. The age of beer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Beer has never been better, more bountiful mm-hmm. and more delicious than in any point in history. <laughs> it's the land of milk. <laughs> Milk really and honey is. and beer. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. You've got some You're of You're right. It's 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 at a peak. It's at its absolute apex. To which I, I'm jealous of people like you who can tell up from down when it comes to all the craft beers. Because now it's to the point where I walk into a liquor store and I'm like, I, I legit, and this is exactly what they want me to do. I will often choose a beer based on how funky the, the, the can, can is. Yeah. <laughs> or if the name is cool, I'll be like, ooh, that sounds cool. Beeradvocate.com. Mm-hmm. Again, it's the right, second right, mention, Beer Advocate. Yes. Yep. Okay. Next mm. is the New England Patriots. Hey. <laughs> yes. I, again. Crowd roars at Fox, yes, bro. Again, um, I, I feel like I'm living in, like, rooting for the Roman Empire in, this, in the peak of the Roman Empire. It's like. It is such a joy. It's such a joy. I, I, just, I can't even I just, verbalize it. I'm I, at a loss for words. I think about the team, and I just get a little bit happier than I used to be. And and this is a part and parcel of your topic. The ride we had as fans starting back. So what, what's your first memory of, like, 1980-ish maybe or something around Steve Grogan? Do you remember so Steve Grogan? So Steve Grogan, Grogan yeah. Stanley Morgan. Like yeah, all, the yeah, steamer. Right, yeah. And, and I love those teams. Yeah. And they had a few decent years decent, in there. But decent, but nothing, yeah. Right. I mean, I my parents, my first game was 1977, aluminum benches at the old stadium. So years, and then, but at least two out of every three years were, were just ter- miserable, and then the third year would be disappointing. Yes, <laughs> words, right. It was either miserable <laughs> or disappointing. Uh, and, and so it, it's, I mean, it happened with the Red Sox too. It was so worth the wait. And we deserve all this fucking yes. success after what we sat there. And to this day, I'll tell you, my favorite championship is 2001. Will yeah. always be my favorite. Of all Red Sox championships, of all Celtics championships, of all Bruins championships, 2001 Patriots. It might be mine, too. This is probably a whole other podcast we could go on. But as soon as the ball went through the uprights when Vinatieri hit it, I, I was among my cousins and friends and family. We're screaming our heads off. I ran up to my brother and his wife at the time and I screamed you've just seen the greatest moment in Boston sports history and and I, I will maybe stand by that in terms of one moment it turned if he had missed well I don't know if he missed that kick you could I suppose you could go back to the snow game kick right. too because if he misses that kick we don't even get to the Super right. Bowl but it, it we had gone more than a decade without a championship just and and heartbreak after heartbreak and the 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 Patriots at the uh, Raiders game where it was robbed from us with a roughing the passer and Bucky Dent and everything. And so Red Sox still had not won at that nope, moment, 2001. Yep. And we were 13 and a half point underdogs. And I still get chills yeah. thinking about that ball going through the upright. Yeah. And I, I said this on another podcast, the Gil Santos call. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's good. good. <laughs> My favorite part about that call is he goes, it's good. He goes, and the, and the game is over. And the Patriots are Super Bowl champions. And then he repeats that. And the last thing he says is, the best team in the National Football League, as if he had to remind all the fans, <laughs> because it had never happened to us <laughs> never, before. Never. This is what this right. means. Yes. We actually are the best. Oh, just so special. Yep. 
And and to that end, I'm just going to do a little asterisk. All the Boston teams, I'm thankful for. We love you all. I love you all. Okay. Except the revolution. Who cares? Yeah. Anyway, fuck soccer. God, <laughs> soccer. <laughs> soccer. Okay. All right. Next. <laughs> Go on. That we live in the age of comic book movie greatness. Oh, oh this is this is a big one. For yes. You. Yeah. Uh, I mean, fucking hell. Yeah. Growing up, all we had was Superman and maybe Batman. It's an embarrassment of riches. It's an embarrassment now. of riches. And it's just fabulous. It's like one after another after another of just awesome stuff that I can totally geek out to. And I know most people would put Marvel over DC. I'm going to be the the opposite there and say DC slightly over Marvel. Superman is always my guy. Batman will always be my guy. And it bleeds into the TV world, too. There oh, is some, like, t- yeah. oh, and on TV, too. Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. You yeah. got The Flash. You got Watchmen. I mean, oh, Jesus. The Unbelievable. Bo- uh, your show that you turned me on, The Boys. The Boys. Oh, yeah, great one. Fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous. Okay. To that end, mm. that same vein, the Star Wars I Apex. I knew you were going to say that next. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't pipe up. I was about to say between comic books and Star Wars, I knew you were going to get to it. Oh, God. What a time. Yeah. I'm about to watch in a couple months the final installment of the Skywalker trilogy. That's right. Well, I'm going to watch it too. Who isn't? And on top of that, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I got bullied in February. I'm My hat in shame. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Disneyland to go to Star Wars land. Oh, you're going to go. I'm going to go. I got I, bullied. I had the, well, this is a good reason for you to go to Orlando, yes, right? Yes. I had the pleasure of interviewing, I told you, but I should probably fill you in further. On my podcast, the Boston Podcast, myself and my colleague Carrie, we interviewed Lisa Evans, who's the mom of Chris Evans. I listened. Your boy, Captain yes, America. It's a great show. And to my uh, thrill, she said they are a huge Disney family. So I said, tell me about the new Star Wars thing. And she said, it's fantastic. Yeah. She said it. Uh, I said, so you feel like you're like on Tatooine or something. She yeah. said, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So we're going. Oh, my God. I'm jealous. Yeah. And uh, it's only it's against, you know, I fucking hate Disney so much. <laughs> Refer to the previous. So that's how much. Yeah. So that's how much Star Wars means to me that I'm overcoming all that. It'll be OK, it. next on my list, I'm thankful for is John Wick. <laughs> Because he will kill everyone in the room. Right, because he will kill me if I don't. No, because those movies are fucking awesome. I'm just sorry. And the fact that that I get more John Wick coming, just it makes me feel something deep, deep, deep inside. Welcome to the podcast, people. Uh, He says, says, my family, yeah, of course I'm thankful. Let's talk about John fucking Wick. John Wick. Okay, next, I'm thankful for Mounds, Almond Joy, and Charleston Chews. The holy trinity of great candies. I still wish Mounds would come in milk chocolate instead of dark chocolate. You that's just, it. That's its one Achilles heel. Right. It's. Yes. Are you a fan of the dark chocolate? Of no. course I am. Oh. The coconut overcomes it. I'm a big coconut guy. I yes. like coconut on everything. Yes. Keep giving me yes. coconut. Yes. How do you feel about Charleston Chews? Yeah, good. Uh, I think it <laughs> <laughs> comes up on like every podcast. Have we talked about Charleston Chews yet? Frozen. I'm a frozen, frozen. I'm, frozen. I'm a frozen guy. Okay. Non-frozen. Yeah. Okay, good, good. Yeah. All right, next. I know you haven't seen the show, but it's going to spoil the shit out of it for you. I'm thankful for Baby Yoda. <laughs> I don't know. I, I confess I don't. I'm a, kind of a Star Wars guy, but yeah. I don't know about Baby Yoda. Mandalorian. Oh, in the Mandalorian. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, great. And that's not his name. It's not Baby Yoda. But it's a species. People are calling him It's that? a oh. baby of the species. Oh, so cool. And no one knows what, there's no name yet. We even know if it's a boy or girl. Oh, my God. Right. So it's like, until then, it's called Baby Fucking Yoda, and it's adorable. My <laughs> daughter, the whole episode, we were watching it together. All, all I kept hearing was, ah, ah. That's great. Yeah. Bringing, bringing you together. Yeah, that's Ooh. right. Okay. Next, I'm thankful for internet porn. <laughs> <laughs> this is 
this is the greatest list in history. So, so my my podcast uh, hero Adam Carolla uh-huh. has a theory, which I disagree yes. with. But his theory is: don't we have enough at this point? Like, can't can you can you can stop like filmmakers? You can stop making porn. Like, if I started <laughs> the library's so deep. If yeah. I you'll you'll pardon the expression. If I started jerking off right now, I could jerk off until I'm ninety and I pass away and still not get through all the porn that's on Correct. the internet. Correct. Yeah, I disagree though. I like I like new stuff. I like new stuff, right? And the second, again, go back to old Ed. Dilute, dilute, right? yep. <laughs> I wouldn't have believed you if you told me at the oh click of God. a finger. Because, you know, I believe on a prior episode with Mike Winter, we talked about the black market of trading porn videotapes back yes. in middle school and high school. Never right? mind that. I mean, I remember going, like, go, you know, paying $5 to go see the movie you know, Night Shift starring, no, After Hours starring Griffin Dunn in the faint hopes that we might see Rosanna Arquette's boobs. <laughs> right. Like you just... You... Hot dog the movie. Like, <laughs> it's like Porky's. Absolutely. Right, all of these. Like, yep. And now it's just, it's everywhere. Yeah. That's, and, that's actually, we, we could talk later about a different pod, <laughs> but that that's probably improved movies as a whole because they would churn out those movies. They sucked, but they had boobs in them. Yes. Hard bodies. Right. Yeah. Remember that oh, yeah. movie? <laughs> right. The only reason yeah. we saw them is we we're going to be promised nudity. Exactly. Right. And now it's, a, and then it's funny because there was an in-between thing. I mean, this is, this goes back to the Pee Wee Herman. What was Pee Wee Herman doing? Well, we know what he was doing yeah. in, the, in the, but people used, you used to have to go to a theater to right. see porn and then, or you could, you know, grab the magazines from under your dad's bed and hopefully you know see right. a couple playboys right and then the, you know the videotapes came along and you, but you had to go to the video store correct and and sneak behind that red curtain right to, and it'd be the, embarrassed and you know exactly yeah, uh-huh. and now mm, all in your home all and, in your and, home and it, that was even a slow burn at first because i remember when i first got on like aol and you saw you could you could download like a a, a photo of a nude woman yes it, w- it would take like you know 17 agonizing <laughs> minutes <laughs> And you don't it's even like, know if it's any good. Right. You're exactly. You got to yes. take a chance. Yeah, I'll download that, I guess. It's going it's, it's to take it's a, all it's afternoon. It's a golden age we live in. And now, boom, boom, boom. Now, yes. if something takes three and a half seconds to load, I'm like, what the next, fuck? Next, <laughs> next, next. <laughs> right. It's so true. It's so true. By the way, somebody said, I think it might have been Trevor Noah who said, um, uh, you you porn no red yeah i guess you porn is is a big one he said you porn which is the website that comes up when you type yo into your search browser <laughs> exactly oh yeah. oh man okay now moving on next i'm thankful for all our heroes on social media who can't stop to share their wisdom who don't stop sharing their wisdom morality and wise advice to me every day because if ever i needed to go anywhere to learn how to be a better person i want to go to social media this is taking a sarcastic turn. I it's think. taking a very sarcastic <laughs> turn. Fuck those people. <laughs> Fuck them. Well, what are they doing on the list? I just, I, and I couldn't get it. I couldn't resist it. It okay. just, it boils my goddamn blood every day. All these people who, because they have a Twitter account or whatever, are now out there telling me how to live my life and how the wise wisdom of their two years of business experience or whatever it is, all these sage things that they need to share with me. Go fuck yourself. I got a good one recently yeah. from a person that you know. I won't mention her. I don't want to shame her too bad because I don't like shamers either. But th- there's a new workout thing she was talking about going to. It's, it's called Orange something. Orange, Orange Theory. Orange, Orange Theory. theory. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. So her post on Veterans Day read something to the effect of, I didn't want to get up this morning to go to Orange Theory and work out with my friends. I just didn't have the energy. And then I thought of all the veterans. Oh, who have for been so fuck. Bad. 
I mean, if I were a veteran, I'd go fucking shoot her with my, you know, yeah. with, with my service. You whatever. stupid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what she said. So, so, so she's, oh, I thought of a nice way to thank the veterans. And that inspired me to go to my workout class. Right. Right. Oh, you know, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I w- there are moments I wish this was a video podcast because <laughs> this is not a, sh- this is not a show that Ed puts on. And by that, it's a wonderful show, but he is not putting on he's legitimately upset so the angry look, the look on so his face angry what a pretentious yeah. douchebags these are oh my god i know All what right. did they do before the internet i i, I don't well probably I, I nothing because they're fucking morons <laughs> and they didn't have anyone who would care to listen but now we have to but the problem is like it, it, it just this vehicle i love social media there's so many good things about it but this vehicle just is is a natural place for them to put this dreck because they probably wouldn't be brave enough to like go up to you at a cocktail party and say, "Hey, um, I want to tell you about my workout." And right? How of course not. Because right. I'd be like, right. "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> Here, here's the thing. On the same end, I was going to say another sarcastic one next year is people's politics. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Again. Yeah. So you and I both know people who are like live tweeting the 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 Trump impeachment hearings and yeah, thank and everything. You for your service. Right. <laughs> what the fuck? I have no idea. Why do I need to have this in my face from you and your fucking political commentary? Nobody gives a fuck. No. I wish you could see Dave shaking his head in such disdain. <laughs> yeah, you're right getting now. me now. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, if this were something along the lines of a real life version of like the trial and a few good men with with like actual real arguments and twists and turns and passion. Great. But we all know it's BS. I, I can't help but think, why is people so interested in this? He uh, Clinton got impeached and then right. he didn't get removed. And right. then we got on with our lives. It just seems like an exercise in nothingness. And the, but this long, incredibly boring, detailed thing that that gives people uh, an, ex- an excuse to <sighs> spout their opinions. Uh, all right. I got to come back because this is things I'm thankful for. <laughs> all right. Next. This is a real one. All right. Yeah. I'm thankful for hot pot. Have you ever had hot pot? <laughs> no. Oh, Dave. This is a device, or this, this is, is a, this is a dish. This is a, it, this is okay. a delicacy, a restaurant. Oh, yeah. So they are. It's real Chinese food, not American mm-hmm. Chinese food. This is what they actually eat in China. And you order a broth. You pick like from six different broths, mm. and they put it in the middle of the table like a fondue. But this is soup. Yeah. So you say you order your Wait, broth. Where do you get this? There's lots of restaurants. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, just look for hot pot near you, and you'll find them. Okay. And so you order your broth. Wait, it's a friend. I'm I'm an idiot. Sorry. It's a franchise. No, it's or a no? type it's of a food. T- okay. Got right. it. Okay. But, so you go to a hot pot restaurant, for it. example. Got it. So you order your broth. Then you order noodles. Your right. kind of noodles: udon, vermicelli, whatever mm. you want. Mm-hmm. And then you order your protein. You can get surf and turf. You can get pro. You know, uh, meats and porks and chickens, whatever nice. you want. And then they give you this like this thing of veggies, like corn and and. Um, uh, what's that bok choy yeah, Is that, sure. yeah yeah and and cabbages and all these things and you start putting them in the broth and you cook them and you eat them and you make your own sauces and you're making a soup for yourself i love this oh it's yeah. fucking awesome yeah i, I go every week now there's you a do. place there's a place near me in natick <laughs> called mm-hmm. trend which is right next to jason stone injury lawyers in the same building um <laughs> not a sponsor of the not, show not yet. a sponsor of the show yet uh <laughs> but is just fabulous they know yeah. me there now that's mm-hmm. how often i go my daughter's obsessed with my wife is obsessed. it's the fucking best if you go get hot pot you will love it i might go tonight yeah i might go tonight I get just it. put in google hot pot near me yeah 
Got it. Okay. You know what? That's the natural evolution of these types of places. I, I like when some people say, you know, the, the, they get too sticky or whatever, but we need more shtick. Like yeah. rest, restaurants can be boring. Like, do you, hey, do you want to go to Applebee's again? I hope you don't. But, you know, but right. you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, but, but the, you know, a fondue, I will always have fun at a fondue restaurant. You know, you get the dessert, the yeah. well, dessert fondue is last, right. but, you know, and uh, I was, I was on board with the, the restaurant that failed and now I'm forgetting what it's Melting called. Melting pot? No, uh, that, that, uh-huh. that, I've been to that uh-huh. one in Providence, which is good. No, there was a different one where you would actually pick out everything you wanted for your stir fry dish, and then they would make oh, it fire, fire and ice. Fire yes. and ice. I don't know why that failed. I yes. thought that was a great idea. Or maybe it is still around. You know. will love hot pot. And, hot pot and I want to hear back from you, your report after you eat it. Okay? Yes, sir. All right. Next, in yes. that same vein of awesome food, the, new, the, the whole upspring of ramen places that are prouting up everywhere, real ramen. You don't have them down no. by you? No. Oh, my God. They're everywhere now. Holy moly. One right in my town called Dorogan Ramen. Fabulous. Like real ramen, like giant bowls yeah, yeah, yeah. with the crispy pork and the pork shashu and the, oh. No, this this is more uh, like a fast food-ish, like, or no, is it? No, no, it's a restaurant. No, no, you it's a restaurant. Oh, okay. You sit down and they bring you, you pick your broths, everything, mm-hmm. and they bring you like a giant bowl of fucking the most delicious ramen. <laughs> I want to bathe in it. I do. It's so damn good. It's so damn good. Ramen. Apparently, you could have done a whole episode just on soup. <laughs> I know soup. I could. I, soup is one of my favorite I things. I love soup, yeah, too. Soup. Underrated, yeah. Soup. All right. One more food, All and right. then my final one. Okay, good. I'm thankful for the original Regina Pizzeria in the North End. Fucking fantastic. Fantastic. And it was a nice uh, fuck you to New York when recently number one. it got voted number, number one. one. Yeah. I was shocked. And I'm not. Have you had much pizza in New York? Uh, Yeah, I have. I spent a summer in New York. So, uh-huh. yeah, and it's good it's good but, but it's not better than regina the original you're right not the chain you're right the original you're right it's not even fucking close but the new yorkers think that the, it, the new yorkers don't think necessarily just that they have the best pizza place like a particular place. they think all new york all pizza, of new york pizza right. it's, the right. say, all right. it's the water red all right they say all it's the water i have to sound as stupid <laughs> as possible it's the water <laughs> that's how we have some good coffee <laughs> yeah <laughs> You might as well eat it with <laughs> right. al- along with a beer that tastes like water. Right, so, yeah. exactly. The original, the original though. Regina, yeah, the original. in the North End, yeah, in the North End, yeah. Right. I mean, the other Reginas are fine, but it's not the same it's not taste. The same. It's not you know the what? Same. I love that that um, gravelly, salty stuff on the bottom. Do you know yes, what I'm talking about? Yes. What is that even? Oh, cornmeal. I guess yes, it's cornmeal, it's right? Great. Yeah, and it's it's always a little burned in certain places just, just the right amount just right and they have the oil yeah. on, on the tables oh, which sure. oh, jesus christ <laughs> so good and they're rude as shit to you which i love yeah. and it's disgusting in there which is even better mm-hmm. and you have to wait outside in the line and normally in any other circumstance they'd be like fuck you i'm out of here i know but there it's that what's at that end of the rainbow is better than a pot of gold <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's the kind of place that it's kind of weird if you take people from out of town. Like, you got to go, and then they get in there. Like, this is it? Right. Just wait. Just wait. wait. Eat the pizza. Just wait. Yeah. Just wait. Do you have a go-to at Regina? Just cheese? No. no uh, Roni. I like the pepperoni. Yeah. It, the, you know, they get the pepperoni right, which means it's it's crispy. It's on the crispy side. Mm-hmm. Um, you, yeah, you can't cheese or pepperoni. I don't go crazy. Like, Town Spa, my beloved Town Spa in Stoughton, Mass., my go-to is hamburger and pepperoni, just mm. like blast of meat, <laughs> yeah, right. which, meat. Uh, which, <laughs> which is another porn site that <laughs> meat.com. Not, not my favorite. Right, uh, uh-huh. um, mine is salami. I think you should oh, try okay. it. Give salami a oh, chance. <laughs> I had someone. Is that all you're I saying? I was like you. I was yeah. like you. 
And then my friend Stephen Raisman took me there, and he said, we're getting salami. I said, salami? What the fuck are you talking about? Mm. Blew my mind. Right, and that's all I get now. Anytime right. I go there, salami. Real salami. I'm with you. Yeah. I, no, right. I like that. Yeah. I, that w- okay. And last but not least on my list of things yes, that are. comes above all others is the listeners of this show. It's the listeners. Ah, I see yes. what you did there. Yes. Yeah. Good, and, good uh, you. you know, this is obviously a lot of fun for me to do. But you, my listeners, you're the reason my of devoir. Raison, raison d'etre? Uh, raison d'etre. Raison, raison I don't know what d'etre. of devoir is, oh, but I'm know. trying to spit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for fuck's the sake! Thing, the thing is, your listeners—they knew. They, they knew. knew what you meant. They knew because we're connected like that. That's right. This has been a fun show. Until next time, <laughs> this is all a fun episode. Ed Nathanson on <laughs> Twitter, Ed underscore Nathanson on Instagram, Ed Nathanson on LinkedIn, RedPillTalent.com. Are you not entertained? It's called Baby Fucking Yoda, and it's adorable. 